Thank you for listening to the Radiant Church Podcast. For more information, visit us at weareradiant.com. Awesome. Radiant Church, how are we doing today? Awesome. You guys can go, go ahead and be seated. Uh, I know Pastor Aaron's already done this, but I want to welcome everybody one more time. Uh, just South Tampa, let's give it up for our guests. Those of uh, those that will watch this online, let's give it up for them. They can hear you on the other side of that camera, which is amazing. And then I really want to give honor where honor is due. Pastor Aaron has been crisscrossing Tampa Bay uh, to all of our locations uh, this Sunday. But we've got our pastor, Pastor Aaron, and his amazing wife, Katie. Uh, can we just give some honor to them, celebrate them? I think the baby is like four hours old uh, that they just had and he's already here. So it's it's wild and crazy, but uh, it's always an honor, you know, just um, hearing the dream of Radiant and then being a part of it, seeing it become a reality has been amazing. It's uh, my wife, Kat and I just, we count it an honor. Like I, I tell Pastor and I tell Kat all the time, it's a dream come true. It is, uh, it is our calling, which is amazing. Uh, speaking of my wife, I want to celebrate her. We will be celebrating our 11 year anniversary on December the 12th. Somebody, that is crazy. You know, I feel like in terms of marriage, we're in that weird spot where like you tell someone 11 years and, and some people, maybe even in this room, you're like, oh man, you guys are just getting started, which is true. And then others of you are like, dude, you guys are so old. And uh, like you have 11 years, that's like over a decade. You've got like elementary age kids. So we've got Ezra who is nine and Elijah who is six. And uh, they're amazing. They're two boys. It is fun raising boys and uh, love those guys so much. I could not do what I get to do here at Radiant without my family. And uh, we love, the, the whole family loves the church. You know, the boys absolutely love what God is doing. We moved to Tampa four and a half years ago from Gainesville, Florida. Go Gators. But uh, love uh, Tampa much more than Gainesville. And we've just felt at home here. It, it, we, we drove into town and just realized this is it. And we stopped. We moved right into South Tampa and haven't left yet. And so this is our community. This is where we live. This is uh, the streets we drive, the stores we shop at, all of that good stuff. And it's... It's an honor to be back at this location. You know, I, as Pastor Aaron said, I have the, the, the privilege and honor of overseeing our locations, which is near and dear to my heart. I can't wait to see God continue to, to move across Tampa Bay in the expansion way. But can I tell you that on Sundays, it's so good spending uh, my Sundays with you guys here at South Tampa and locking into this location. And so thank you for being so hospitable uh, to me and to my family. Uh, you know, speaking of family, which we're gonna give it up for these guys, Radiant Worship, didn't they do a great job? Um, you know, speaking of family, um, it's Thanksgiving week, right? Did we all have a, thanks, a good Thanksgiving? Some of you did, some of you didn't. Okay, that's a little bit, I like that. You know, one service, I, I think one person was like, yeah, I felt really bad. I'm like, well, I'm glad you're at church, you know? So, um, but you know, Thanksgiving is fun. Um, had family in town all week. Uh, we hosted and they just left yesterday. It's a, it's a beautiful time. But um, what it made me realize, so I, there's a, a list of things that I love, you know, coffee, G, Jesus is on the top uh, and it's not equivalent to anything else, but but, you know, I like co good coffee. And one thing that I love is memes. Do I have any meme fans? You know, some of you guys are like, what's a meme? Um, so we're about to be introduced to memes, and you might go deep in the rabbit hole of memes after this because uh, they are so fun. You know, they're so, so good. So, but alongside certain events, 
they're it just the meme world goes crazy. And so like something like a holiday is always, always good. So today we're going to laugh a little bit because as Pastor Aaron says, we take Jesus really serious. We take the gospel very serious, but we do not take ourselves too seriously, right? Is that good? So are you okay with laughing a little bit at church today? We believe that laughter is good. And so uh, the first one for my Star Wars fans out there, we got Palpatine here. So after I finish Thanksgiving dinner, and then five seconds later, can I be really honest, really transparent? This was so me. Like, I'm not even kidding. I had to lay down. I rolled. I'm, I'm going to be overwhelmed. This is, you know, this isn't broadcast to the other locations. So you get the full-on Bobby, your location pastor today. I want you to get to know me a little. I rolled up a towel to put behind my, my head, and I had an ice pack. And then my brother-in-law, he pulled those apple dumplings, those fried, homemade, like he's from the Midwest, like a cornbread boy, you know, like he made them himself, woke up at 3 a.m. to make them. And he pulled those things out of the oven with some Bluebell ice cream. And that was me, that, the bottom picture. I'm not even joking. So not even joking. Uh, number two, this is a reality. If this is not your reality, then man, I'm going to join you next year. I, I'm not even kidding. Like my brother-in-law who like doesn't eat out because he's all about like, hey, what, what ingredients do we have? What can we do? He was like, dude, let's go to Green Lemon, man. Like I got to get out of here. Um, and so that was him. Uh, for those of us that uh, wanted to cause a little bit of, of fun in our families around Thanksgiving, let's check out this next one, uh, which hopefully you kept it light. Hopefully you kept it fun. Hopefully, you don't have to call someone and apologize today. Um, and then this next one, again, this one, again, I'm going to be transparent. This is me. Uh, and I, I, you know, at what day of the year can you eat 10 to 15,000 calories and not be the rock and feel okay about it? But then those quarantine meals happen. I'm, I'm going to be, again, transparent here. So I have a thing that I like to call uh, going into the pit. Uh, so I tell my wife that, like, hey, I'm going to go into the pit today, which she replies, isn't that every day? But that's neither here nor there. Um, so the pit is like bad food. Like I'm an extreme personality. So I'm either eating like a, you know, green smoothie and salad with like salmon or like I'm in the pit. And uh, so I, I totally relate to this meme. And just for all of you that are with me on that, like pit happens. And so, um, you know, just have, have fun with that. This next one, I'm going to save myself from getting him in trouble, uh, but we'll, we'll go to the next one. I married into a Spanish family. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, <clears throat> going to stay out of trouble today. But if this is uh, your family, then hey, man, it's good. You know, like, it's all good. Time is irrelevant. What is time? What is time? And then last, we got to bring in some friends for all my friends, fans. We got Joey here going in, which, man, my brother-in-law, not he might even be watching this. They told me they were going to be watching online today. Like, he, man, he, this is where he needs to be transparent. He went in a little bit too hard on those those plates. And so, but Thanksgiving is a fun time, isn't it? And it's, it's fun. The holidays are good, man. This is a good time. I know the world is a little crazy, but just as Pastor Aaron said, like, we have, we have Jesus. Jesus is calming the storm. It's going to be really really, really good. I want to uh, dive in today. We're going to be jumping into the Word of God, and it's going to be incredible. Today is the start of a two-week series called Legacy 2020, which Pastor Aaron just shared a little bit about, that next week is Legacy Sunday, and man, it's going to be incredible. That brick-by-brick video, I don't know about you, but that fires me up, South Tampa. I I mean, just so you guys know, that is us. Like, uh, obviously, it's radiant. This is bigger than just our location, but can I, can we, can we have a little bit of, like, location, 
uh, vibe for a minute, just that we're excited that we are praying and believing. And as the person who is on the ground trying to find the facility, pray for me and pray for God to open up a door. Uh, I don't know if you realize, but we're on a really small peninsula and uh, there's not a lot of land. There's not a lot of space. And so God is going to have to do something big. But can I tell you that I believe that God is going to do something big in South Tampa for the sake of Tampa Bay and beyond, which is going to be amazing. But so make sure next week is going to be incredible. Don't miss it. Legacy Sunday is, is so good. But today I'm going to kind of kick us off on this, this kind of idea of the world of the generous. And so we're going to be diving in to a bunch of different scriptures, and there's a bunch of stuff in your notes that you can even read through. Again, I believe in the Bible. Like, man, there's something, you know, the world and some church you know, some churches have made money weird. Can I tell you that God hasn't made money weird? Money isn't generosity. He is generous. Uh, that's, that is in his DNA. That's in his makeup. And in the Genesis story, when he created, like out of the generosity of his heart, he made a whole existence of, 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 of who we are. And he said that, man, I'm gonna, we're going to make him in our image. And out of the dust of the ground, he created us. And we have that DNA. We have that makeup. So as we kind of go through this today, just know that, that generosity isn't just about giving. It's in our DNA. It's in our makeup. It's, it's, it's our God-given stuff that we are generous because he is generous. And so Proverbs eleven twenty four to start us off, the world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. And I love how Winston Churchill said it. He said that we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. I love that. Great line. And then you can't leave out Mother Teresa on generosity and compassion. She is the best. She said it like this. A life not lived for others is not a life. And man, that is a challenging statement, isn't it? Man, like a life not lived for others is not a life. And you know, South Tampa, I got to hear this. Those of us that are going to join us online, my dad modeled this for me. Like I, you know, my dad isn't like an overwhelmingly wealthy guy at all, but I got got to see generosity in his life, really, since I can remember. And he, um, you know, always kind of owned his business or was self-employed or the solopreneur thing, you know, like feast or famine. Some of you guys understand that. And But wherever he was, whether it was on the mountaintop or it was in the valley, uh, that he was generous. You know, I remember since I was a little boy, like all of my uncles, all my dad's friends, they, they would say phrases like, you know, Bob, he's that guy that would give his shirt off his back to help somebody in need. And what I got to see in my dad is that he wasn't doing it for anybody. He is like a super like behind the scenes guy, a man of few words, like kind of a, a little bit of a rough guy. And he was doing it because it was on the inside of him. He wasn't doing it for the accolades of other people. He wasn't doing it for the affirmations of others. He was doing it because he enjoyed it. And can I tell you that in your notes, the generous are joyful. It's who we are. You know, God created us to enjoy generosity because he is generous. He enjoys generosity, and therefore we enjoy generosity. You know, even looking at some of the science of what, what is released, even just in our bodies, when we, when we experience uh, giving, we, we feel good. It feels good to give. It feels good to be generous. It's, there's even something there, even in our, just in our physical makeup, which is awesome to see how God has done that. I'm going to fly through a couple of these um, in your notes 
pretty quickly, and we're going to get super practical in a little while, but I do want to hit this one. It's, um, there's, there's some scriptures that I don't want you to miss, so make sure and read those in your notes this week. Write them down. Put them on an index card. They're so, so, so good. Uh, but in your notes, the generous are compassionate. I do want to read this one. It's Proverbs 29 and verse 7. It says, the righteous care about justice for the poor. That's huge, 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 huge. But the wicked have no such concern. And then Proverbs 21 verse 13 says, if a man shuts his ears to the cry of the poor, he too will cry out and not be answered. Again, Church Online, love you guys. I'm going to talk to South Tampa just for a second. Because I feel like, I'm going to be transparent, again, we're transparency hat for a moment, is these, because the other locations aren't going to see this, they're outdoing us. They are. They're outdoing us on this compassion side. So we have a thing around here called Serve Day. It's kind of our local missions initiative. And can I tell you that, man, Pastor Ross at Heights, I think he wakes up and eats Serve Day for breakfast. Like he, it's, it's crazy. Like I'm like every other hour I'm, you know, hearing about a Serve Day. And I'm like, you know what, South Tampa, it's time. You know, we, we are in a community that still has need. And we are part of a location where I know it's easy for some of us to walk in and walk out and just kind of get our coffee, raise our hands, sing our song and go. And that's, I'm not, that's no judgment. That's no condemnation. But can I tell you that the generous are compassionate and our location, we're going to the next level in 2021. We're going to get after it. We're going to, to meet the needs of our community, both big, like partnerships with local communities that are already doing stuff, which I'm all about. But then there's some really small needs. Maybe you're in a small group. Maybe you're a small group leader. And there's actual just real genuine needs in your small group. It could be small. It could be painting a, a fence, pressure washing a deck, building a ramp for someone who needs wheelchair access to their house and don't have the means to do it, to the big operational stuff of partnering. You know, speaking of partnering with something, we have a dream teamer uh, who I think is in this service, Kim Miller, who is incredible. And uh, she is a professional of professionals. And so like rock star, the pedigree, I, I wouldn't have time to go through her pedigree of, of what, what she's done in her life and what she's doing. But she's kind of raised her hand to serve at Radiant Church as a dream teamer in our kind of care, kind of mission, local mission, local outreach department. And today, so this isn't like in the future, today you can stop by the table and you can connect with Kim and you can hear about some ways that this location is partnering with Hillsborough County with, a, with an organization here in town that is partnering with the foster families of Hillsborough County to make sure that they've got something taken care of for them for Christmas. And can I tell you that, that that's something the righteous care about the justice for the poor? Can I tell you, I was raised, I mean, my mom and dad might have not been perfect, but I had mom and dad. Could you imagine not being with your mom and dad? There's, there's something about the justice, the compassion, that we want to care for that. We want to do something. And so today, stop by, hear all about that. And there's more to come. Kim, is, this is just the surface of what Kim has got for us. And so more to come on that. But make sure, stop by that table on your way out and hear about it. And then just wait and, and jump in as we start really dialing in what serve days look like for us. As we start dialing in how we're going to be compassionate to our community. It's going to be incredible. Um, so in your notes, the generous are blessed. Proverbs 29, uh, 22 and 9 says, blessed are those who are generous. Can I tell you, I, I came across this 
sometime in my walk with the Lord where I started realizing that the Bible is like, it's not just a history book. It's not just some, a bunch of one-liners, tweetable statements that are, you know, meant for social media quotes. Like, this is like a promise from our Heavenly Father based on his word that when you read that and you read it through the lens of a, like, this is my inheritance. Like, this is something I can latch onto that blessed are those who are generous. Like, blessed. Like, so if you're, if you're looking for that, you've got to start, like, start reading the Bible as God's little nuggets of promise for your own life because they feed the poor. Proverbs 28 and 27 says, whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing, but those who close their eyes to poverty will be cursed. So the big idea of today, uh, South Tampa, is that there's this idea of a legacy life. I want to say it like this in your notes, that what we do for ourselves usually dies with us. Let that hang out for a minute. Like, think about that. What we do for ourselves usually dies for with us. And can I tell you, not, there's not any one person that is, um, can be alleviated from selfishness. Because I know we want to be selfless, but sometimes we're selfish. And maybe you're farther along in that journey, but it's, it, we're prone. Like human beings are prone to this, even, even the best of us. And so it is swimming against the current when we do the, the next line, which is what we do for others goes beyond us. Like, think about that. That's legacy. That's, that's a big, big deal, is that we no longer just live for ourselves. It's not just what we can obtain, what we can gain, how we can look, you know, all that good stuff. Which, there's nothing wrong with doing things for yourself. That's not what I'm saying. But there's something big about giving towards, being generous towards, you know, being joyful, being compassionate. And then, again, the result is blessed. I want to share a quick... Um, a quick little illustration. Um, so 13 years ago, I was one of Pastor Aaron's interns, and he would, uh, he would call, call these things life lessons, <laughs> which, uh, which are really, really good. But one in particular life lesson stood out, which was the rubber band. And so he uh, told us about the rubber band. And the purpose of the rubber band was to be stretched. And so I got a little rubber band up here. And so he would tell us, you know, like, man, like the rubber band is actually not being used at all if it's not being stretched. Like the, the reason the rubber band exists is to be stretched. It's actually not even working in its purpose or finding its potential if it's just loosely there. It is there to be stretched. And so think of yourself as a rubber band for a moment as we continue through this message because I think it's going to help you. I think we're going to be inspired and challenged all at the same time because I want to I wanna share a quick story. But before I do, I want to kind of break a myth because I feel like like generosity and even money and stuff like that can, can be viewed differently. So, you know, I grew up in the Panhandle. There's poverty in the Panhandle. I lived in a small town in Tennessee where there's poverty there. There was like extremes, right? I've been in parts of the world where you have, I mean, just a, a few weeks ago in LA, like you have extreme wealth and extreme poverty just in walking distance from each other. It's like, it's part of our thing. So I want to mention this for the sake of all of us, that regardless of where you're at today, regardless of your family of origin, regardless of your social economic status, regardless of what the background taught you about poverty or wealth, regardless of if you were public school, private school, homeschool, regardless if you're an entrepreneur or uh, uh, climbing the corporate ladder in your company, regardless if you're self-employed or unemployed, regardless of your race, gender, ethnicity, any of the stuff that God created you, and he is generous, therefore you are generous. Now with that, just like, just like working out, you've, you might have some rust on that muscle 
of that rubber band that needs to be stretched out, might need to be worked out. Like maybe it doesn't come natural. You know, for some people it's like, you know, it comes natural. You know, they give every car that they buy away. You know, uh, one, of our, uh, one of our pastors from Pensacola, Pastor Richard Crisco, who's preached here, he's like, yeah, I don't sell my car. I just give it away. I'm like, man, like why? we've already got Jesus. We don't need you. You know, like he just makes this look bad. Like some of us struggle. It's like, oh, man, this is mine. Like I want to hold on to it. And God stretches us. But it doesn't matter because sometimes we lens that. And there's a victim mentality and a poverty mentality, a, and a, even on the wealth side, a greedy mentality. So we got to break the barrier of that and realize that we're actually children of God who are part of a generous family because we have a generous God. So I want to share a quick story from our St. Pete location because it's so, so good. So last year at Legacy, um, there's a lady, mom, there's a family. And so the, the wife, mom was in service around legacy time. God dropped a number in her heart. You know, again, Pastor Aaron said it just a few moments ago. It's what we, it's our stance that we will never ask you to give. We'll never ask you to what to give. We will unashamedly ask you to pray and ask God what he would have you do. And so this lady did that. And, uh, and God kind of dropped a number in her heart which is a little bit of a, a, a bit of a shock, right? And so the number actually worked out to be their Christmas budget. Again, it's late November, early December. It's around the Christmas time. So they had designated some funds for their family's Christmas budget. And that's the number that God dropped in her heart. A couple days later, her husband brings it up and is like, hey, you know, I know, you know, legacy and, you know, pastor's been asking us about, you know, what to pray and da 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 da. I just wanted to see how you're feeling, and so she replies like, "Man, yeah, I actually have a number," and he goes, "Oh, that's awesome! Like I do as well. Like you know, and you know how couples that get kind of nerdy and weird and all that stuff. So they're like, oh, you write your number down, and I'll write my number down, and then we'll blindfold each other and look and see.' Um, and so they they realize, oh my goodness, it's the same exact number. Both of them, man, the wife and the husband had the same number that they felt like God spoke to them about. But as a family, as a, as a dad of young kids who are, have not committed their lives to Jesus yet, and so they don't understand the, the value of Legacy Sunday quite yet at 9 and 6, they're making that decision, hopefully be praying for them. But um, they, if I sat down and said, hey, man, like God spoke to me, <laughs> it's the Christmas budget. They would look at me and not be fully aware of the legacy life of like, oh, yeah, dad, like what we do for others goes beyond us, of course. They would be like, dude, I want my Legos, I want my dragon, I want my whatever it is, right? And so this family, this, this husband and this wife, they have to think about that. They have to navigate through like, man, was it the pizza we ate last night? Or was it the bagel? Was it the coffee? Like, man, did God really speak to us? Walking their children through this, like, we're going to actually give. We're actually going to do something big. So all that to say, they committed. There's, you know, this is too, too weird to be a fluke. Like, you have the same number, I have the same number. Let's just, we're making a decision to follow Jesus, and we're going to trust God with this number for Legacy Sunday. So they follow through with it. They commit to it. She goes into work, and her boss sets her down and says, hey, just, you know, great job. I want to give you a Christmas bonus. The Christmas bonus ended up being double of the Christmas budget. And that's some good stuff, isn't it? And, and, and come on, let's give God some praise for that. So let me, let me just be really clear. I'm not saying, you know, because I know I'm not, I'm not the pastor that's saying if you give your Christmas budget, then doubles come. Like, <laughs> this isn't manipulation. What I want you to see is the principle that you have a human being, a wife and a husband, a couple, a family, like real people breathing real oxygen, working real jobs, dealing with real issues, set in a service just like you did today and heard about this and they prayed, they asked God and they obeyed 
And, and even if, and I have to trust that even if God didn't do the miracle of the double thing, then like they would still be satisfied in knowing that God is for them and not against them. Like, so just knowing, I think the big thing that I want us to see is that when we're dealing with this, this is actually more of a, a deal with your relationship with Jesus than it is just the church and money and all that stuff. Because it's trust and you're trusting your heavenly father with something that you and me and, and oftentimes most humans want to control want to hold on to. And, but we're, we're, we're releasing and relinquishing the control to say, God, we trust you. We believe you. And so it's huge. I want to, I want to share a quick, a few quick scriptures, and then we're going to make it super practical. It says this in Psalms 112, they share freely and give generously to those in need. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. They will have influence and honor. Psalms 112, five and six says, good will come to him who is generous and lends freely, who conducts his affairs with justice. Surely he will never be shaken. A righteous man will be remembered forever. And 2 Corinthians chapter nine and verse 11, I love this one. It says, you will be made rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion and your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Can I tell you how amazing that is? That our generosity actually results in thanksgiving to God. Just now, a year later, in a room full of people that don't know this couple, we just celebrated Jesus because of what he did through their act of generosity. And I guarantee you those kids were thanking God when they realized that, man, Christmas budget's not gone. Like, we're still getting, you know, it's like like thanksgiving. And how much, how much of us can we realize that because of uh, the investment and the generosity of this church, that through a pandemic we were able to launch an online location where an online location pastor's coming and a team is there and it's, it's becoming a full-fledged people where if you pull up the world map, you see all of these people tuning in to a church that they would uh, not be able to go to, but because of the generosity of the church and because of the announcement that Pastor Aaron just mentioned that you're gonna hear because of the generosity of the church, we're gonna be able to have a location uh, that is in North Tampa, that is meeting on Sundays where lives are being changed. Can I tell you that there's thanksgiving to God uh, when marriages are restored and when, fr- when bondages and addictions are broken? Can I tell you that every single second Wednesday of, this, uh, of the month that students gather in this room from all of our locations to do what we call Vibe? And can I tell you that, man, I, I'm glad, like the teenagers, the students of the day, it's like a weird time. Could you imagine just like, hey, school shut down and if you go back, like you're not allowed to talk to people at lunch. Like it's a weird time. And they're able to come into this auditorium and they're able to experience the presence of God and have their identity restored and to make friends and to to have purpose and to see their life change and to get called into something that God has purpose for them. That is because of the generosity of the church and we're giving thanksgiving to that, you know, to this generation. So let's not miss that it's bigger than us in every way. So really practical uh, in your notes, be generous with our time. You know, this Sunday, over the course of these three services we had at South Tampa alone, there's several hundred people, some that came really early, some that sat out in the parking lot, some that welcomed you on the way in, passed coffee across the table, ministered to your children, literally right now are sitting on cameras and upstairs and throughout the week, ministry to our students and college students and small groups. Many of you open your homes to do that. On this stage, multiple people using uh, their time to, to play their instruments, which goes right along with number two, uh, generous with your talent, is that there's, there's this backbone of Radiant Church called the Dream Team. 
you know, and it's, it's amazing to see the community of the Dream Team, to see the, the life of the Dream Team, to see that people are being generous with their time, they're being generous with their talent, which is found in Next Steps. Like if I, uh, you know, Pastor David is our executive pastor over kind of our worship experience. If I was like, hey man, I wanna be, I'm gonna use my talent, I'm gonna use my time, I wanna play the drums. He'd be like, bro, I love you, but the drums aren't for you. Like you don't have a talent for that. Like, I'm sorry, like we actually are a pretty good team, you know? We got an album coming, you know, we have singles, all this stuff. Like, you, you can't make it. Um, I have to look at what my talent is. And so go through the next steps. Like, you hear about it. Some of you are still kicking the tire and like, man, so just, just try it. Like, wh- why, man, why am I so administrative? Can I tell you, we want to find out why so that, that we can see you used to your f- full potential. You're super gregarious and extroverted and you love meeting new people. God made you that way. Some of you don't like meeting new people. You're a little bit more introverted. You're a little bit uh, more to yourself. Guess what? That's okay because that's how God made you and there's a reason for it. And so there's a long list of stuff. And so be generous with your talent and your time. Join the dream team. Go through next steps. Join the dream team so that you can plug in, so that you can meet some of your friends. Um, actually, this during the service, I saw him. Uh, we had our welcome coach here just proposed uh, to now his fiance, uh, which is awesome. And man, you know, like that's, a, there, she serves on our creative dream team. He's a welcome coach, man. So the dream team, if you're single, man, hey, you know, <clears throat> it can work. Uh, it can work. No, I'm just kidding. Um, number three is generous with our treasure, which we've been talking about a lot during this sermon with, this, with uh, just the scriptures. And so just one quick highlight, Legacy Sunday, one time a year. It's, it's next week, as, as Pastor Aaron said, be pray, pray and obey. And then lastly, I want to leave you with this, is the 90-day the tithing challenge. So on the screen, there's a QR code right there in the app. You can click that image, and it'll take you to the link to explain that. The reason why I want to highlight this is because you might be going like, man, I, um, I haven't started tithing. I want to learn more about it. So this tithing challenge is for you. It's not like the 21-day fix, fat, fuel, burner, keto. Like, we're not going to call you on Tuesday and be like, hey, man, didn't make it through. Like, what's going on with the challenge? Like, that's not, that's not it. This is more, we're going to resource you, and we want you to experiment with Jesus and, and his word on what it means to tithe. Why tithe? What, like, the whole process of that. And I'm here to answer any questions that you have. Again, this is between you and the Lord, and there's something there for you to know uh, with that. Um, lastly, in your notes, it says this, that we don't live to achieve or acquire, but to give away. Like, let us, let us, and we've said that so many different ways today, but can we lean into that? That we're going to be generous in every way. I'm going to leave you with one more scripture. It's 1 John 3.16, not John 3.16, uh, but 1 John, we know love by this, that he laid down his life for us, he being Jesus, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers and sisters. But whoever has worldly goods and sees his brother or sister in need and closes his heart against him, how does the love of God remain in him? Little children, let's not love with word and with tongue, but with indeed and truth. And so let's do that. Like, let's, let's have action. Like, let's, let's be the hands and the feet of Jesus in South Tampa and in the Tampa Bay area and the global community. Like, let's go above. Let's be, con- be joyful, be compassionate so that we can be blessed. Like, let's get after it. Let's, let's honor God with our generosity so that the world will thank him and there will be thanksgiving. You know, speaking of, of generosity, I said this at the beginning, but maybe you're in here and you haven't made a decision to follow Jesus and you're like, man, this is awesome. I love hearing all of the generosity. I love, man, Legacy Sunday and North Tampa locations and online stuff and all the, you know, all the cool stuff happening, right? That's amazing. 
uh, man, I'm, I'm thinking about tithing, all that stuff. But maybe you're in here and you're like, Bobby, I haven't even, I feel like that's all good. Like the charity side, the humanitarian side, like, man, I want to do something bigger than myself, but I, I don't even feel like I've got the foundation of the faith. Can I tell you that, that God modeled generosity throughout scripture, but a massive moment in time is when he sent Jesus to the planet. That in Romans 5, 8, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Not like, hey, pack your bags, meet me halfway, or hey, get yourself cleaned up and I'll meet you there. No, like while, while the mess was there, while the addiction was there, while the, the brokenness was there, while every other issue that you can name was there, Christ died for you. Sometimes that's easy to say like, oh man, them. no, for me. Like, so 15 years ago, I had to realize that, that I, just like you, I was in a service far from God, not really even looking for something, but God was looking for me. And right here in that service on a message, I remember it was February 15th and the message was all about don't date because I was in high school stuff. And so you showed up to a church away from God and it's a message about money. And you're like, great. It's another, I told you, you know, those churches, right? But God was, it wasn't even about the message today. It was about this moment where you're sitting here and God has, has, has met you here and wants to start a journey with you that's going to last a lifetime of you knowing him and to be full of his presence and to be free from all the stuff. Now, it's a journey, but today is a decision. Today is where you raise your hand and say, man, I want to do it. And so right now, with every head bowed and every eye closed, I want to give you that opportunity. I want to give you the opportunity to say yes to God. It's a simple yet significant decision. And on the count of three, with all the heads bowed and all the eyes closed, I want to ask those of you that are ready to make that decision to raise your hand. One, two, three. Thank you for those hands. So amazing to see hands going up all over the auditorium. Can we join our brothers and sisters that just made that decision with this prayer? You can follow along with me. Dear Jesus, today I give you my life, my past, my present, and my future. For the rest of my life, I'm going to follow you. Be my Lord and be my Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Can we celebrate those that just made the best decision of their lives? Thank you for listening to the Radiant Church Podcast. For service times or giving options, visit us at weareradiant.com.